the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. God has some wonderful things available to us in life. Things that belong to us as a result of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. God loved us enough to make those things ours. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not because of anything that we've done or deserve, but because of what Jesus Christ did for us, making them available to me and you. What we need to do to make those things that are available to me and you to actually be received and achieved by me and you is to learn what those things are and what we ought to do to be able to have those things manifest in the lives of me and you. Especially since God himself wants them to be in the lives of me and you, there are things that are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Y'all going to get blessed up in here, up in here, up in here, up in here, in Jesus' name. Praise God. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got a Bible with you, I invite you to turn to John chapter 10. Let's dive back in to this word that God gave me to give to you. So we can be able to hear what he's saying to me and you and then receive what he has in store for me and you. We're going to continue this teaching away. started just a little while back. It's called Rightfully Ours rightfully ours. Whereas there are some things that God has that are rightfully ours. There are some opportunities that are available to us that are rightfully ours. But we need to understand that they are rightfully ours so that we can have the faith necessary to receive that which is rightfully ours. Rightfully as in that we have a valid claim to, a just claim to. This is some property or position that is legitimately in belonging to me and you. It's ours. Say it's my stuff. Mm-hmm. It means belonging to or held by a valid or just claim. We have a valid claim to this. We have a just claim to this. That's mine. Everybody say, that's mine. Mm-hmm. It's equitable and it's just, praise God. Equitable as in it is characterized by fairness. It's just fair that we live like this up in here. It's just reasonable. Everybody say, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. That I be blessed like I am. Say it, that I be blessed like I am. It's just reasonable that we be so blessed like we are. Especially since somebody died for you to be able to be this blessed too. It's just reasonable that you then live it out. If he, if he already paid for it for you. It's just just. Just means in keeping with truth and fact is correct. It's just correct that we live this life that God has in store for me and you. It's just keeping with the truth and the fact of the gospel that God shared with me and you, that all these exceeding great and precious promises belong to me and you. Well, since it's that case, then we only correct and we only right in doing it because it's based upon a right that's been given to me and you. Therefore, we ought to be lived out by me and you. It's proper. It's appropriate. It's just fitting that we be as blessed as we are. 
Everybody say, neighbor, it's just proper that you be blessed like you are. It's improper for you to reject the blessings that are yours. Quit being rude. Amen, you prude. Tell her, amen, don't say that part. Praise God, amen. Quit being rude, you prude. And just receive what God has in store for you. Because God's got great things available to me and you. We might as well hear about them, receive it, and step into them too. Because they are rightfully ours. John chapter 10 is the foundational text. We're going to read that, do a brief review. Then we're going to move forward into today's stuff, which is just appropriate to be received by me and you. John chapter 10, starting with verse 9, letters in red. It's Jesus talking at that time. He says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. He says, he shall be saved and, which means there's something that comes after our salvation. There's something that connects to our salvation. That because we save, we are now available, all these other things that he's saying to me and you. And included in that, as we can go in and out and find pasture. That's where we can then be able to say that the Lord is my shepherd and he shall not want because he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. He takes me by the still water so I can drink. He even puts a little anointing oil on my head so I can clearly think. Praise God. I am surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life because I dwell in the house of the Lord. Praise God. It's my right. Praise God. Well, that's, that's available to me and you. So it's not enough that we say that means that there's other things that are available to me and you. Now, we know somebody's trying to stop us from getting it. His name is Satan. Everybody say, boo, his, boo, boo. Yeah, I know. He's the same as Satan, praise God. But at the same time, there's also somebody that wants you to get what God has in store for you. His name is Jesus. Everybody say. There we go. There we go. John chapter 10, verse 10 says, a thief come up not before to steal, kill, and destroy. Everybody say, boo, boo. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it no abundantly. But notice there's a might attached to that. Praise God. That means there's a might attached to your right, which means that, yes, God gives you a right to, but it means a might that is available to you. That word might means opportunity, which means it doesn't have to be experienced by thee. That although he did what he needed to do so that it can be experienced by me and you, if we don't do what we need to do, then it won't be experienced by me and you, although he made it available to me and you. These exceeding great and precious promises that he's already said yea and amen to. These exceeding great and promises that God has already set out for me and you. Those things where he said, I have not seen, ear have not heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that he has prepared for them that love him. He has them already prepared. It's already made ready. But no different than the women's breakfast and the men's breakfast, we have all kind of vittles made ready. But everybody don't come and get it. Praise God. Why is that? For whatever reason, you ask them. I don't know why. Praise God. Amen. But for whatever reason, they don't come and get it. Praise God. Even though it was already there for them to get it. It was rightfully theirs, but they didn't get it. Well, it's the same thing with all the other promises that God makes available too. They're right there ready for you. Now the question is, what you going to do? Look at your neighbor and say, yeah, what is you going to do? Praise God. Mm-hmm. We got to understand that these things are rightly belonging to me and you. And then therefore get the faith necessary to receive these things that God has in store for me and you. He's already said a yay and amen to it. Now the question is, is we'll be the woman or the man that'll get to it and receive what God has in store for me and you. Well, we've been looking for the last few times over the right to a long life. That we also have a right to a long life. Turn to Psalms number 91. Praise God. This is what God told me and you. He said we got the right 
to a long life. Praise God. Good God Almighty. You ain't got to die early. You got the right to a long life. Shoot. Psalms number 91. It's what he said. He shouldn't have said it if we can't have it. I'm one of those people that believe if you said it, I'm, I'm, I'm believing it. I'm silly enough to believe what he said. I still believe. I believe in God. I believe God. And I believe folk. Everything that he says I can have through my door. Psalms number 91. Here's one of them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your words. Starting with stanza number 15. He says, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. And I will be with him in times of trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. That's those of us who set our affection on him. But he also promised something else to me and you. With long life will I torture him. And sh- huh? Long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Which means there's a long life that's available to you that God wants to satisfy you with. Not torture you with. Now, will you be all old and cranky and, 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 and creaky and, and, and weaky and, you know, all the mother ikis that, 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 that you don't want happening in the midst of your life? No, he said, with long life, will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. We already looked in scripture the kind of life that God was talking about, praise God. We looked at you know, what happened with, with Adam and we looked at what happened with all the other people that went on before us. And so when we started seeing the numbers that was attached to their life, the years that was attached to their life, we was like, oh my goodness. Because that wasn't just them. That's available. It's just that when people stopped doing what God said doing, living like God wanted them to live, they started living less of a life that God did give. Because sin entered in, and sin begins to leaven the whole lump, which means it gets worse and worse and worse. And we saw in Scripture where people's lives are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Until now, we think 70, 80 is a long time. Praise God. But that's not talking about the redeemed man. That's talking about the fallen man. Praise God. I ain't, we ain't falling no more. We done got up. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so that we're supposed to go back to living the long life that God had planned for us. And we start looking at what that life is that God wants to satisfy us with, fill us to satisfaction so that we can have enough of, that we can be full of, that we can be, have plenty of, when we have more life than a little bit. Praise God. And it'll be a good life that we can get. Last time we got together, or more recently, I should say, more recently we started working with how that life is given to me and you, and that is that we are rewarded with long life. Because when he said, with long life, I will I satisfy thee and show thee my salvation, show him my salvation. We found out that that word satisfy also means a rewarded. Because when we read it out of the Bible in basic English, it said, with long life, will he be rewarded and I will let him see my salvation. So that means that long life is a reward to people, which means that it is tied to something you do as to whether or not you get it. Because rewards are given based on what you do. Amen. You ever got a reward? It was because of what you did. And so a reward is going to be based on what you do, which means that it's not just because you are a child of God is this going to happen to you. This happens because you are a child of God and it's also available to you. And that depends on what you do. Reward is something given or done in return for good, which means that when we do good, good comes back to me and you. Included in that good is living a life like God said we should. And then good will be able to come back to me and you. That is the life that he has always intended for me and you. Last time we got together, we started looking at some of the things that we get rewarded with life for. We found out we're rewarded with, with life based upon the kind of life that we live. Where as we operate in humility, then and as we bow our will, bow our way to what God has to say, then God says, I'll give you the kind of life that I want to give you. That my word had to say. That we got to bow our will to what he said. That's why we found out that the fear of the Lord 
Hey Amen. It's one of the things that clearly demonstrates conclusively whether or not we're going to have this kind of life or not. Because you got to hate what God hates and love what God loves in order to be able to have the life that God loves to give to you. You got you to line up with yourself with what he said. Because we found out living with the fear of the Lord can lengthen your life. Yes, it can. It can lengthen your life, which means as you begin to start respecting more and more of what God says to do, respecting more and more how he tells you to live the life that he wants you to live the way he says do, then you'll receive more and more life that he has for you. Because why would he give you more life when you're hard-headed with the life he already got? Why would he give you more life when you ain't doing what you're supposed to with the life you already got? Because your life is always attached to what he wanted you to do in the first place. And if you ain't doing what he said to do, then, you know, you ain't going to get it. Not because he don't want to give it, because you don't want to live it. Because if you don't want to do it the way he said, dude, why would he give you more? If you don't take care of the money he already give you, why do you want to give you more? He's going to give me more. So you can jack mine up just like you jacked yours up? No. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking to you right now. He's he just, he just talking to somebody that's going to get this CD. He's talking to somebody. Hey, man, praise God. He, just, he ain't talking to you and me. So why would he give you more? And the same thing with long life. Why would he give you a long life when you ain't doing with your life what he already put you on this earth to do? And you ain't, and you ain't doing what he wants you to do with it. Hey, man. So we learned that the fear of the Lord got a lot to do with us being able to live this thing out like we're supposed to. Whereas we begin to start seeing evil as evil and good as good and start doing the good that God wants us to do. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Let's dive back into that today. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing to you. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Once again, we already found out that the context of Deuteronomy is what God was talking to the children of the children of Israel. And he was talking to the children of the children of Israel about what it is he wanted to do for them, where he wanted to take them, and how he wanted to bless them beyond their wildest comprehension. But why the children of the children of Israel? Because the children of Israel, the ones he delivered out of Egyptian bondage, was hard-headed, stiff-necked, rebellious, wouldn't do what God said do. And so, therefore, they was going in circles in the wilderness and never made it to the land that God had in store for them. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope that ain't you. Praise God. Because God had already said that if you don't do what I say do and operate the way I say you do, God said, I swear. Now, when God say, I swear, trust me up in here. It ain't going to happen. God said, I swear. You ain't getting into the, the, what I got in store for you. And, then, and, then, and now he coming to the ones that didn't die in the wilderness. He talking, he's talking to the next generation. And he come to them and start rehearsing the same thing that he said back in Numbers and Exodus and all that kind of stuff. He says the same thing to them that he said to the other ones too. And said, now I'm going to give you your chance. Now what you going to do? You know, If you do what I say do, things will work out well for you. And if you don't, oh well, same thing that's going to happen to you that that happens to your daddies is the same thing that's going to happen to you. He said, let's start reading. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 39. I love the Lord. He said, because he gave everybody their chance. Amen. He gave everybody their chance. He said in verse 39, Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that the Lord, he is God in heaven above, and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. Thou shalt keep, therefore, his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee this day, that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee, and that thou mayest prolong thy days upon the earth, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Notice that thou mayest prolong thy days upon the earth. That word prolong right there means to be long or to make long. To be long or to make long. God said, I will make your days long upon the earth if there's a contention attached to it. 
I will make your long your days long upon the earth when there's an attachment attached to it. But just like living our lives, well, let's do it this way. First of all, we got to live our lives according to his statutes and his commandments represent, which represent how God wants us to live our lives. His statutes and his commandments, which represents how God wants us to live our lives. Because God gave instruction to the children of Israel who knew nothing about God, knew nothing about how to live in God, because they had always lived their life in bondage. They had already lived their life under Pharaoh, who represented Satan. They had always lived their life under that. So that's all they knew. And so they, now that they've been delivered, in our case, got bone again. Ha, we got to get a new thought within about how to live our lives because we was living our lives according to what it is that they told us to live their lives according to. Are you listening to me up in here? Like, for instance, you know, don't get it, you know, all ethnic with me and don't get bothered by this, but hear what I'm saying. Praise God. When we, when, 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 when black folk was in slavery in America, praise God, they learned to eat a particular thing. And they earn, and they learn to eat a particular for a reason. Praise God. Multiple reasons. Reason number one, because that's all they got. Praise God. It ain't like they can go to H-E-B and go shopping, praise God, and choose what they want. And definitely couldn't go into the gourmet area. Praise God. They had to eat what master had to say area. And so they learned to eat stuff like pig feet. Why? Because the master ate the rest of the pig. All you got was the feet. They learned to eat the chitlins. Praise God. And the hog moths too. Praise God. Why? Because that's all that was left after he got what he got. You got what you got too. Praise God. Y'all don't want to work with me. There was a reason why you learned to eat fat back. Praise God, because they ate the lean front. Praise God, they ate that, and we ate the fat back. Praise God. So we learned to cook with it, eat with it, and do everything else with it. Praise God, season everything with it. Praise God, that's all we learned to do. So that even after we got set free, unless you learn something different, then that's going to be the way you're going to continue to eat. Hey, hey, she laughing. Praise God. Amen. And that's this way you continue. Even though you're free now, you still eat like you was in Egypt. And so God said, I'm going to teach you a way to do things now. So that when they delivered them out of Egyptian bondage, he said, I'm going to give you my statutes, my commandments, so that you can learn what I say you should do and conduct yourself the way I say do. Why? So that the death that started in Egypt won't continue on after I done set you free. And you end up living less of a life than I intended for you. But if you obey what I say do, then I'll prolong your years and cause you to be able to live a long life, good years. See, when our lives are lived the way that God wants us to live our lives, things may go well with us. That's what he said. Things will go well with us. And when things go well with us, he even said our days may be prolonged. They'll be made longer. He'll make them longer. Well, we'll live longer lives. So instead of thinking that 60 is a long life, praise God. Why? Because everybody was dying like that. Why was that? Because they, 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 one of the reasons why is that their, their arteries were so full. From eating all that bull. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So now you get a chance to live a longer life because we know something better to do. Why? Because we listen to what he said to me and you. Look at your neighbor and say, it's good to listen to God. Say, he know a little something, something. Tell him he know a little something, something. Tell him this. Say, he know better than this neighbor behind me. He don't, he know more, he know, he know better than them. He know more than them. If he don't know nothing else, he know more than them. <laughs> Turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 7. And then say, yeah, and me too, and me too. Praise God, amen. Because he know better than us. Because we know what things taste like. Mm-hmm. We know stuff like that. 
God said, well, let me tell you what it's going to be like if you keep doing what you do. And let me tell you what it'll be like if you do it the way I say do. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Now, everybody don't want to listen to God. Now, everybody don't want to listen to God. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope he ain't talking about you. Because everybody don't want to listen to God. Some people will continue to do what they do that isn't what they ought to do even after they find out that ain't what they're supposed to do. Waka waka. People will continue to do what they do even when they find out that that's not what they're supposed to do. Look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you, is he? Mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Let's look at verse 17. The preacher said, be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Well, why are you asking us that question? Why are you saying that to us? Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Well, wait a minute. What's the test to me dying before my time? <laughs> See, Solomon is asking, why would anyone do things that would cause them to die early? Why would anybody do things that would cause them to die early? See, being foolish, like for instance, being foolish or over much wicked. Being foolish or over much wicked. Because both will cause you to die early. Being foolish. Being foolish. Foolish will kill you. And so will being over much wicked. Now, most of us use that, don't use that type of terminology nowadays, being over much wicked. Over what, over, the phrase over much means increase. Increase. Increase as in doing more of what's being done when what's already been being done will cause a person to die before they die. Why would you do more of what you're doing when what you're doing is already got you dying before your time? It also translates continue. Continue. Continue as in keep on doing what's being done when what's being done causes a person to die before they time. So Ecclesiastes, the, press, the, the, the preacher, he asks, why you keep doing stuff that would cause you to die early when you already find out that that's not what y'all do? Or why are you increasing doing even more of what it is they told you don't do? Well, some of the times it's because we don't know what to do. The premise is that people who choose to operate in wickedness are actually choosing to die before they time. People who choose to operate in, in wickedness choose to die before they time. You know, the Bible says the curse causeless does not come, which means when it comes, it comes for a reason. It don't show up for nothing. Curses don't just be walking down the street. Do the old, 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 old. There's somebody. I think I'll go curse them. No, they got to show up for a reason. In fact, do you know the reason why they have to show The only way they can show up in our lives, I'm talking about Christians. You want to know the only way they can show up in our lives? We invite them. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing in God's Word that there really are things that are rightfully ours. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning that according to God's Word, those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 
78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did, with or without your boo. And your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of the life-changing words we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 